just because you enjoy something doesn't mean you can't critique it or you have to just stop liking things that are bad. Sometimes it's necessary. <laughs> They just fly onto the boat. <laughs> the best part of the entire movie. I mean, yeah. there were so many shots of people getting run over by cars. Like for every John Wick, there should be like a Ruby Rose yeah. equivalent. Yeah. I'm Sarah Barson. And I'm Kelly Kaufman. And together with you, dear listener, we form the Bad Feminist Film Club. Hi, Bad Feminists. <laughs> Welcome to another meeting of the Bad Feminist Film Club. Uh, we're here this week to talk about, it feels like it was yesterday that the last one of these came out, but we're here I know. to talk about <laughs> another Batman. the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Which cracks me up because uh, uh, I was like talking to my husband about it. He's like, what is it called? I was like, oh, it's the Batman. It's not Batman. It's, it's the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of, I will say that's just the vibe of this movie is like, yeah. You know who this guy is. We don't need to explain anything. You get straight right. into it. I mean, the the beginning of this movie feels like the end of The Dark Knight. Like, it's like <laughs> a whole monologue. Like, he's established. Um, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, no, it's like... Okay, I... I'll, I'll bring this up later, but, like, um, there's points where his narration, like, Robert Pattinson's narration is, like, full, like, Rorschach. Yes, I was gonna say! <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly what it is. I mean, look... I'll get it out of the way. I love, like, this movie gets Batman in a way that I adore. Yeah. And, like, I really, yeah, like, the part absolutely. where he's like, I'm a nocturnal animal. And I'm like, oh, my God, this <laughs> is the most Batman to, like, ever yeah. Batman. <laughs> uh. Well, and it's just wild because it's, like, since, what is it, 2008, we've had three Batman now. So it's, like, kind of mind-boggling. Yeah. I mean, like, I know it's very similar of, like, the Spider-Man. Yeah. It's like it's a it's a lot, and especially because I feel like we reviewed the the Snyder cut like a year ago, maybe yeah. like and like so it, it feels even more fresh and like kind of jarring in my mind when I was like, okay, I like got used to Ben Affleck, yeah. like I enjoyed Ben Affleck, and then it's like, all right, here's something not that at all. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Dark. It just it always reminds me of like something that one of my theater teachers said in college, which is like you know when when they would put on readings of Oedipus or plays of Oedipus mm -hmm. in like ancient Greece or ancient Rome people yeah. knew that story and so they knew like all the bad stuff was right. coming it reminds me of that where it's like we just keep mm -hmm. we have this urge to just keep retelling the same yeah. stories it's this weird human thing we do but yeah know, for once I I would not have believed this but I actually I, I mean look you're never gonna top Dark Knight that is basically a perfect right. movie <laughs> like that's never gonna happen but I like this version. Like, I really like Robert yeah. Pattinson as Batman. I and I am shocked at that, or not shocked, but I'm surprised. And I would love to see another movie with him in this character. Yeah, like, already. Well, I was like widely skeptical when I first heard about mm -hmm. it, even though I I like Robert Pattinson as an actor, especially everything like most things post Twilight. Like, it's like very good. So, um, like, I I knew he was gonna be good in it, but like overall, I was like skeptical and like you know the same thing of like when people make remakes like is this necessary mm -hmm. should we have this but i think it's a really great interpretation that gets into more of a detective like batman and then also like i think the look of gotham is probably the one of the better ones overall yeah. like across at least like the kind of new like past like what decade yeah. of batman movies you know it really strikes me as like this strikes a really good balance between the very ultra realistic, like sleek, beautiful version yeah. of like Batman Begins and Dark Knight and the mm -hmm. ultra, ultra comic book version of Zack Snyder. Like this right. is the in between. And I think that's perfect yeah. because they're the aesthetic of this movie and the way that this movie like has so much room for like just cool slow-mo things. Like, yeah, you know, it just, it lets all that happen. And like, I love that. Like I'm very happy and I really you know, you can always go more camp, I feel. There's always room for that, but... That that was my <laughs> only, like, critique of, like, this Batman style mm. was that it it kept it a little, like, middle of the road, mm. where I think, like, the camp... I mean, like, which I don't think is, like, a bad thing. I think it worked because I think they want to do a serious detective mm. movie. But I think for me, it's like, 
you know, we can sprinkle a light <laughs> Joel Schumacher on something, and I think it would be fun. Like, you know, I just think there's always, like, especially given the kind of villains that you have in Batman that I think is, like, so unique and they're always kind of campy, I find, is, like, it couldn't have hurt to have been a little bit more camp only to distinguish itself, especially from, like, Zack Snyder mm-hmm. being very serious as well. So it's, like, I think that's just this era of Batmans are, is just kind of this, like, little more serious taken like emo well this one's like more emo millennial Batman (laughs) yeah so I do want to talk about like this version of Batman because again like I mean obviously the the comics have been around for so long there's so many different like facets of this character throughout the years Mm -hmm. and like ages and everything but I I like that this it feels like a really young Batman, you know? And it's yeah. interesting because they say, like, right off the bat, like, he's been doing this for two years. So by the time this opens, right. he's already been Batman. He already has, like, all the gear. Like, there's none of the need to, like, learn about what that is, which, again, I, we, like, mm-hmm. I don't think we need another Batman yeah, origin story again. Really. Um, <laughs> but I, I do feel like he's, he's like, emotionally immature. Like, he hasn't gone through yeah. any, like, emotional arcs, and which, of course, you need for a good story. But it is hilarious, like right off the bat he like right bat haha um he <laughs> he comes in and he's in his like bat cave and he's got his eye makeup and on and then, <laughs> and then he's like you're not my real dad alfred <laughs> like, <he's> just, <laughs> i know <laughs> well because i think it's just so interesting because like christian bale did like the origin story but i do i think he always gave off which i think works mm-hmm. like a maturity mm-hmm. in bruce wayne and his adaptation where it's like i think he's I think he's resolved a little bit more of his trauma than <laughs> Robert Pets. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> like, um, where like he didn't. It's not like old, but he he strikes me as more mature. Mm-hmm. Like, but like you said with this one, <laughs> listening to Nirvana oh God. on his motorcycle ride and just seemed like I'm tortured and I don't speak to anyone. <laughs> so good. I just I just love it. It's it's so it's good. satisfying. It's good. Yeah, and you know, and I think that it really. Um, it also is interesting to me that I feel like there was a little bit of disconnect in the beginning where, like, he's driving around and he's like, when people see the sign, I have to do this with my hands every time that I talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No. But when he's like, when people see the sign, like, it's like, they know it's fear and they're always thinking I'm hiding in the shadows. But then the first gang that he, like, that, they're yeah. like, oh, who's this freak? And I'm like, wait, so did me? Which I also think is hilarious because it's almost like he internally is like, yeah, people know me. But then really he's just... <laughs> running around like and no one like, knows who is that <laughs> i know i like i saw it and i was like i don't know if that's supposed to be contradictory like you said like like that's his internal monologue but it's like that doesn't really function with like <laughs> what you are saying yeah now. it's hilarious but you know again the first moment i mean we have to talk about the score in this movie too which is just like oh phenomenal. the score is really yeah. good yeah but, you know the- i would say that's like one of the highlights of the entire movie. absolutely <laughs> yeah which i'll get into because i've been listening to it like all day so i have, I have uh, thoughts but um Okay. The first moment when he appears, like, he comes out of the shadows, the score comes yes. up, it's all slow-mo, and I was like, this, I was like, that's... this is it. <laughs> like... <laughs> and th- that's the stuff I think I like the most mm-hmm. out of this Batman movie, was, like, that kind of, like, street-level Batman, where it's, like, his just, like, day-to-day, like, yeah. fighting, like, like, criminals, that kind of stuff. I think that's, like... Where I think compared to the end that it's like it kind of like unravels yeah. a bit where I, I really like kind of wish they kind of stuck a little bit more to that mm-hmm. um, slightly because it was just so good. Like I just think it's like the really beaten up subway car. Yeah. Just the look of all of it was just like very well designed and well thought out of how like Gotham would actually look like um, in a live action interpretation yeah. where I think like Christopher Dole was like Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. exactly. I know. I mean, it works. But. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think it's it is interesting because I, I'm the parts where it's right. Like this is more of a detective story, like which I like. You know, yeah. he's supposed to be like world's greatest detective. But it yeah. is it was really jarring for me the first time he walks into the crime scene with all of the police. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like I know it happens in the yeah. comics, but it's so weird to see him like public facing and like obvious and like it's like yeah okay they're working together like it's not a secret you know and well and I think what was also good is that the the cops around him are very uncomfortable with his presence constantly and I think that helps create the like this very odd dynamic of 
like he, he looks out of place yeah. and he's supposed to yeah. look out of place you know you're just like there's just like because i kept thinking like imagining if this is like in real life just like that's just some guy yeah. and like that they're letting in a costume scene. yeah well and they even yeah. bring it up which was a little bit like where they're like what about chain of custody and i was like no no we can't get into that <laughs> no either we're gonna forget it or we're gonna get it because like <laughs> that's a whole question like I know it's like I I did love the reoccurring jokes that I ever crime scene. They're like, are the is he allowed yeah, it's to like, cut up? Sure? Like, can he yeah. can, we, can he do that? Like, is that okay? Like, yeah, but I think that was good because I think especially if he's like kind of the two year mark, that is like not that a lot of time for just like some guy to be yeah going to crime yeah. scene being an expert. Yeah. yeah. Also, master of riddles. Who knew? I mean, all of, <laughs> every oh riddle. God, yeah, except for one. Yeah, oh yeah, except for except for his kryptonite, which is Spanish, apparently. Like, <laughs> that was so weird. I was like, every time they said "elada elada," I was like, what? Yeah, what is this? this is, it was, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't understand. Like, that's a horrible riddle. Like, why? Why is this the choice? I know, so weird. But I mean. Okay, so I guess we, we should talk about the Riddler in this as well, which is yeah. basically, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously the main villain, even though there are, like, other real villains, I guess, sprinkled throughout this. Yeah. But I, I did l- like, I guess, question mark, the the idea of him being this, like, Zodiac-esque, like, serial killer. Yeah. I thought that mm-hmm. was definitely interesting. Um, but I don't know. I feel like, I it's like you said, like, I think he could have been more of a straight villain in this and like a little bit less like of a redditor like you know kind of vibes well it just like so i think the good parts of the riddler was like the actual core of the character which is like the mystery like the riddles Mm -hmm. like his clues that he drops for batman and then like batman's kind of inadvertently helping him uh like do the things that he wants to get done like i thought that was like a really nice twist at the Mm -hmm. end he's like you're kind of integral to my plan and you were helping me even yeah. though you didn't realize you were. And I thought that was really good. I think once it gets to the, like, and also Paul Dano is really great. Amazing. We of love course. Paul Dano. Yeah. I, and that was like my only other thing is like, I, I understand why he had to have the mask on all the time because he's like basically a domestic terrorist. <laughs> but I kind of wish we had mask off Paul Dano because yes. that, those parts are really great. good. Yeah. And like, I, I could have had a few more scenes <laughs> of that. But, um, yeah, so I think they try to make him, like, this kind of domestic terrorist who's, like, going after, like, corrupt politicians, mm-hmm. which I, which that part, I think, worked. But I think when it got towards the end of being, like, okay, we're going to rise up. And it's, like, almost like Bane. Yeah. Like, yeah. in Dark Heart Rises Esque, where it's, like, we're going to rise up. We're going to destroy Gotham because Gotham is corrupt. And then you kind of, like, have he makes people, like, Oh, bring guns, or we're gonna like assassinate people, yeah. which seems very like, like online, like like QAnon yeah. kind of. It, it like it veers in that, yeah. it, like it doesn't say anything those those things explicitly. But I also thought like a question mark and like Q. I don't know. I just like <laughs> in my mind, I was like, hmm. yeah. I feel like they um, were definitely drawing those parallels, and I think it, I, I agree. It was kind of it just felt. I mean, again, part of this is because of the length. Like, there's just, like, so much that happens in this movie. But I do (laughs) feel like there was an odd switch where it's like, oh, he's this, like, sinister, like, individual serial killer going out, like, setting riddles for Batman and, like, all these things. And then abruptly it switches to, like, no, he's, like, this, yeah, yeah, he's, like, this QAnon, like, cult figure style guy. Yeah. Right. Because they, like, you know... They reveal that video where it's like he has he has five hundred five hundred followers. I was like, what? I was like, that's a that's a weird number. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be like, oh, it's a niche group of people. But I was like, even for Gotham, that's like, I feel like that should be like a thousand yeah. a year. Like, could have done two thousand. Yeah. Very odd choice. That really like, and out. they say it like they said they like, and they say it like. Wow, he has five hundred followers. I was like, I, I know exactly. I was like, like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm like, well, that's not. <laughs> And I think it's, like, and so, yeah, when that video plays, it's all, like, oh, what gauge, like, what kind of guns, and, like, and apparently there's been a whole following, like, cult following of him the whole time yeah. is, like, the twist. And I and I kind of wish they just, like, didn't have that yeah. part, because also, like, like you said, the length, and also just, then it became this, like, oh, it's, like, these kind of militant groups that we see online, yeah. and, like, you know, with, like, kind of real-world examples being, like, People's Convoy, January 6th stuff, where, like... But like you could tell they're not gonna go political yeah. and like mention any understandably because it's like a bad movie, but it's like then I kinda wish we don't have that. Yeah. Because it's like we're not 
gonna get political. It's much like the Joker and the Joker's followers, where they like they try to be like, "Ooh, maybe they're kind of like Antifa," yeah. and they're like, "Oh, but like we're not we're not saying Antifa's bad." Yeah. And it's like it's like the pullback immediately. We're like, "Oh, well, uh, we don't want to make real world implications." It's like, "Well, then why have it if you're gonna like yeah. kind of pull back from like this kind of?" And you can tell because it's like it's obviously a very like. On, like oh he's online yeah. and he's creating this like fringe group and it's like that's very much like known in real yeah. life here and it's just like I just kind of wish it, it just didn't work because it's like they're not going to be political so they're going to pull back and then it's kind of like muddled yeah and well weird. and I think it's always it's always a problem when these movies do anything that it feels like topical in that way because it's yeah. like anytime I have yet to see a version of this that really actually kind of like what you're saying like that actually goes after that yeah like stereotype or that like archetype i guess where it's like you know even though in this movie like they're objectively bad like from the movie's point of view like they're bad guys you know but every time you bring that element in i feel like you're humanizing it and you're making it mythological instead of like condemning it fully you know just by virtue of bringing that in and and making that parallel to that real world thing um and also on top of that the device of like blowing up the seawalls and all this water's coming in and i was like yeah. this is good like we just need this really <laughs> yeah. like this cuz that right. would have been yeah. as big and bombastic as you need for an ending and so to have like all these pieces it just feels like again like on top of also this comes at like 2:40 of a 3 hour yeah. movie it's like it's just too much too many pieces <laughs> Like, I think it would have worked if you maybe had incorporated all the, the whole time, mm-hmm. but then it would have changed the movie for sure. Yeah, yeah I, I just feel like it's the same issue that the Joker had mm-hmm. with the kind of like, who are Joker's followers? And they're like, oh, they're just crazy. And but they want to protest like corruption in Gotham. And I was like, see, you're getting you're getting topical, but you don't actually want to address it. Yeah. Or so you like, don't understand not. it. Yeah. Because also you don't understand it or you don't want to alienate like certain people. One. Yeah. Like either like left or right, like whoever, like you don't want to alienate one of them. Yeah. And like be canceled. So it's like it, it just it's also kind of reminds me of the line of the silly account. I'll be like, you white privilege. Oh, my God. Man. Yeah. OK. <laughs> so this it's is- like obviously they just insert it yeah. like in there. This is the other part of it. The last thing I will say about those guys is like I, I wish yeah. at minimum they had just made it like, oh, these are all the orphans that had been like raised in that orphanage over the that. years. And I'm like, then we have a story because then it's like he just collected right. all these guys who had living there, you know? Yeah. And then it'd be like, oh, these are just as a story device. It's not meant to be like topical per se. It's like, no, he just gathered yeah. these people. Because then also it's like, again, the sense of the past, like, rising up, you know? Yeah, it's like, that would have been way better. So, anyways. Um. It, it, it's, like, so minor, but it's just, like, it's it's because of the length and it's just, like, it's, like, an added element of, like... And, like, and like I said, it's, like, especially with superhero movies, being topical is, like, it always feels kind of out of place. Yeah. And like, you're, like, I guess, though, it just, like, it's unusual, yeah, I guess, because you're kind of watching... Be. It's, like... Like, no, it's, like, I don't expect to... Like, we don't yeah. got it. We don't got to do that. Like, you know. It it's kind of the same thing as like a a Marvel movie like referencing a meme. It's like yeah. I, you know, we don't it's like it's going to date yeah. quickly and it might not. But like luckily, I guess the one benefit's like it's not in the whole movie yeah. so you could kind of ignore it. And I agree like you could just ha- have them bomb Gotham. Yeah, like, like that was a good that was a big villain good. like movie ending <laughs> thing to do. So I was like, you know. But um yeah, so that was the other thing was so Catwoman also who amazing yeah. loved her in this. I thought well, I thought that character on the whole was like great and I I did like yeah. So basically like for anyone who hasn't seen this movie yet and is listening um you know she, she works at this club and like it's implied that like you know I mean they aren't like in sex work like literally but they're clearly like they work at this club and like they're dancers or like whatever it is you know. And so yeah mm-hmm. um I thought it was good that there are moments where I'm like "Mm," um where like she is advocating for like because she says Mm -hmm. like I mean there is this like super corny line where she's like all these people care about is these like high level politicians who have died but then like my friend yeah no one cares about her you know but I agree like it was very on the nose and I was like I feel like we could have gotten here without <laughs> being that. Or you, you could you could have just said rich men. Yeah. Like, a, a lot of that, yeah. you know, it's like, per, also privilege is inherently in rich yeah, yeah. men. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, you know, that's like. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I because that part I did find well. It's like, 
that Catwoman is advocating for a friend and that her friend actually ties into the big mystery yeah. and that's how they find everything. So it's like that actually is a great through line, mm-hmm. which I think is really helpful in such long of a movie yeah. that they were able to connect the missing friend to kind of like the main mm-hmm. plot. Um, but yeah, that was like, that's just such like a one off line, but that's like one of those that you're just like, let's be topical. Yeah. I was like, we don't have to. I, know. I was we like, ha- I appreciate the spirit, to. but. Uh... <laughs> well, and, it, and it's already about corruption. Exactly. Of like elected officials and like rich people. Like that's already inherently in there where I think it's kind of like a. And we say this a lot. It's like, you know, nuance is always okay. Yeah. Like, we don't have to, like, tell you. Yeah. Sure, don't tell. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but overall, though, it's like, I did love Calvin. I loved her nails. Her oh, yes. nails were yeah. Her, like, ooh, yeah. She's it's fantastic. Like, <laughs> and I think, I, I also think she really nailed, like, who Catwoman mm-hmm. is. And, like, I think just like that, like, sensuality, sexuality mm-hmm. of the character without it being, like, too overt yes. or anything like that. But I think, like... It, it's, it's, I mean, I like pretty much most renditions of Catwoman. Yeah. I think, like, I know, like, the Halle Berry one's not supposed to be good, but, like, I'll give Halle Berry a pass. Yeah. Like, you know, it's well, like, this one, uh, this one feels a little bit less, like, leering, I guess, than even, yeah. even than the um, Christopher Nolan version. I actually, I really <laughs> yeah. think, because that, yeah, there's, we've, I can't remember if we talked about that, but, um, yeah, I feel like she. Is it when she gets on, like, the yeah, motorcycle? There's a couple right? in that one. And, like, when she's in, like, the maid outfit, like, I was, I'm always, like, oh, a yeah. like, okay. Um, but this one's. <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah, it's like, okay, Chris Nolan, <laughs> we like, get we get it. it. She's sexy, like, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think the only thing that I, like, found a little frustrating with her is that she ends up mm-hmm. falling in the trope of, like, she wants to kill so she's the daughter of Carmine Falcone which is like a big deal and I like that it kind of is parallel to also Bruce Wayne coming to terms with his parentage and like his Mm -hmm. what his parents did but there's this whole thing where like she goes to like kill her father and Batman every time she tries to do something like that he's like no you're gonna tarnish your soul and it's like oh yeah okay bro like I feel like I feel like we could let her learn that herself I guess like uh, I don't know it, yeah, it's very much like, um, <laughs> like, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but it's like, oh, we, it's like, it's like him telling her, like, oh, like, don't have sex before marriage because you need to be, like, exactly. it, it's like it feels like that yeah, kind of, like, like weird... I need to protect your soul. Exactly, like... <laughs> yeah, so I found that, like, kind of odd because also there is another scene where they're going in and he says to Gordon, like, hey, no guns, and Gordon's like, yeah, I'm gonna use a gun, you know, and it's like, so he gets to do that, but not, like, Catwoman. Yeah. But I like I must protect her. Yeah. And like, I know, yeah. So it's like <laughs> Yeah, like I thought that too is like when he was like holding her and yeah. he's like, Don't don't do it, don't do it. And it's like it, it's just like a tad like patronizing. Yes. And I also feel like um as a whole, the character of Catwoman is less or is more morally gray mm-hmm. than Batman yes. is. And I think she is she has her own code of yeah. morals, which is like makes her neither a villain nor a hero mm-hmm. really. And um I think I would like to have that expressed a little bit mm-hmm. more. Like, I, I prefer that where it's, like, she, and you know? Yeah, like I said, she could learn the lesson. Also, it, like, doesn't, the way Batman does it, you think he's killed somebody? Right, exactly. I was, like, but we like, haven't established that that's, like, I mean, we know, like, his backstory. And, like, his, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, I agree. I was, like, you don't use guns. That's your whole thing. So why are you, how are you able right. to tell another person, like, what it feels like? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it, well, that's what I thought was odd. Like, I think it would have been better if he's like i have killed someone yeah. so like i know what it's like so then at least he like comes from a place where it's like him just being like i don't yeah like trust me on this and yeah. It's like, yeah it's like okay. yeah um but yeah i think overall like yeah i think slight a slight more agency especially because in the beginning she's like you're gonna help mm-hmm. me find my friend you're gonna do all this like and i think that was great i think that how she tied into the whole movie was really good. yeah and i think yeah. And I also like that they pursue, like, the romantic relationship, because I think that always, like, you gotta. that. I mean, listen. You gotta, with Catwoman, <laughs> you gotta. Also, like, the two leads, like, you gotta. Yeah. Like, it's just, 
we love it. We love to see it. Yeah. It's like, it's no, fun. they were great. And I, I, I also, there was also another thing that I actually weirdly did like, and I thought was actually, I don't know, I wouldn't say progressive, but was like an interesting um, thing that happened yeah. was like when she goes to the club and she's wearing like the contact lenses mm-hmm. and you get the moment of what it feels like to like walk through a club yeah. like that and have guys like looking at you. And she is talking about how oh, I can't hold their eye contact that long or they're going to come yeah. talk to me. And I, I liked that conversation from a story point of me view too. where like, you know, Batman is just like, no, go talk to them. And she's like, my guy, please, please don't make me talk to these guys. But then also it felt like so familiar. And I've never seen, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that me very too. often in a movie, especially directed yeah. by a male director, like yeah. of an actual, what it feels like to navigate like male gaze in real life. And I thought that was like so right. fascinating. Um, well, and I think that's what, you know, I also talk about like in topicalness. It's like you were able to express that whole what it's like to be like seen and gazed at by men without saying like and this is what it's being like yeah. oh my god it's like it's like and that's what i mean of like kind of the difference in even this own movie mm-hmm. of like the difference of being able to integrate kind of uh like feminism mm-hmm. or like social issues or any kind of like top like topical thing you want to have without being like pointing at it exactly like, yeah, see? Sexism. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will <laughs> yeah. say, Men are bad. this movie has occasionally a real problem with, like, explaining, over-explaining things in a way, which is ironic because there's other parts that are, like, almost inscrutable in terms of, like, what's happening. <laughs> but there is one moment that made me laugh out loud, which is where they get that USB drive and they stick it in yeah. the computer and it says, in- device encrypted. And then Gordon goes, it's encrypted. <laughs> like, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> And that happens a couple of times where, like, I think it's also when she's walking through the club and people's names come up on the screen and then Batman will be like, oh, that's so-and-so. And And it's like, yeah, bro, it says it right there. Like, we can read, like... Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. But I mean, yeah. So overall, I, I do feel like, I mean, the length of this movie is astonishing. Like, it is three hours long. And I was, I was there for all of it. And I... I found yeah. myself towards the end, like, you know, for for all that it is, like, crazy long, like, I love that it lets all these moments breathe, like, except for the very yeah. end, it doesn't feel rushed, and you actually feel like you get really, like, small character moments that, like, you might not mm-hmm. get otherwise, but, yeah, I feel like there was at least three moments kind of right before that big climax where yeah. they, <laughs> so he goes to... And all their names sound the same too. I had so much trouble with the names. Oh, but it's like, like he goes like, to Falcone and he's like, actually, Maroni killed your parents. And oh, then he goes I got to so Andy confused. Circus and he's like, actually, Falcone killed your parents. And then he goes to the end and it's like, actually, like your dad was a, the bad guy. It's just like there was multiple ones of those like in a row. And I was yeah. just like, I we could have cut at least two of these and I would have been perfectly fine. And then we could have had a normal climax. <laughs> well, uh, and also, you know what was throwing me off? Because I think in the Christopher Nolan ones, it was like Carmine Falcone, and this one was like Carmine Falcone, and I was like, and it was like, it was really irritating me because <laughs> I was like, I, I know, like I know it's so minor, but I was just like, I, I'm trying to, and also because when it was like Falcone, probably because they don't want to do Falcone and Maroni because that would have been too That's confusing. True. Yeah. So probably that, but yeah, because I got confused. They're like, oh, but like, it's because Maroni wanted. Like doesn't like Thomas Wayne. I was like, wait, who's Maroni? <laughs> like exactly. Well, because they're referencing something that happens before this movie started, right? Basically, which I right. don't mind in theory, but no. yeah, it was definitely like that was the place where I was like, we could have chopped a good half hour at, right or, here. Or like it could have <laughs> been like a flashback. I think that would have been yeah. better visually because yeah. it's just like them sitting down talking about it. So I'm like, I think I know what's happening. Like I kind of wish they would just like throw it in a flashback versus these long conversations because I think yeah. that's what was like throwing me up but yeah I agree it's like I think because by the time you get there we're like I would guess two hours in I would know at least but yeah. so so you've already like you're already caring about this Riddler story and then which I also and this is my other thing about the Thomas and Martha Wayne murder it's mm-hmm. like I feel like there's always an attempt like I feel like the Joker did this as well an attempt to explain why they're murdered. And it's like, yeah. and, and I think it, it did resolve in a better way in this one where it's like, oh, well, maybe it could have been some guy. Maybe it was Maroney. We never know. And But yeah. it's like, I just, 
I just feel like there's always an obsession with like who killed them, and it's like I the point isn't that who killed them. It's like they were killed. It's just they get in yeah, a random get... act of violence. It's yes. like that's what causes Bruce Wayne to become Batman. It's just like yeah. his parents are just murdered. Yeah, like, out of the yeah, blue that it's for senseless. no reason. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. It's, a, yeah. it's a senseless murder. And so it's like that's why I think like this kind of and they did this in the Tim Burton one too. It's like mm-hmm. they they're like oh actually. The Joker killed your dad, and it's right. like, oh, like God, it's like it, there's always this like need to explain it. Yeah. Where I think that's the one thing I did like about the Christopher Nolan one, and then like Zack Snyder didn't even address it. Um, yeah, yeah. As, <laughs> he's like, you know, know he's better. a great. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ben Affleck's like fifty, so it's like, well, maybe we should not like <laughs> talk about yeah. murder all the time. Um, uh, but it's like, yeah, it's like kind of just being like, that's it's like a thing that happens, but it doesn't have to have like meaning. And yeah. like, you know, it's 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 the same thing of like Uncle Ben. Uh it's like yeah. Uncle Ben just just murdered. It's like it's, yeah. and that's the point. Like and I just that, that I always feel like being kind of obsessed with that part. Yeah. It's always a kind of a detraction for me in terms of like Batman. It's like we don't have to explain it. It's like yeah. it's you know. Well, and I feel like they were they were headed in an interesting direction when it was like no your dad straight up yeah. hired a crime lord to kill somebody I that was and i was like better. that is way more interesting and they kind of like pull back from that which was they disappointing did. because i was like i love the idea that like his dad was like also one of these corrupt people his mom was in and out of like mental institutions yeah. which i thought was fascinating for Bruce yeah, what like, that means for thing. Bruce Wayne yeah and I was oh, like I love this like you know because he's clearly like not well um and like you know so I think it was yeah, it was interesting because there's a lot of like really good choices in that in this movie, yeah. but um, there are also a lot of places where like they lean really, they go somewhere and then they almost like have to pull back or something happens and it's like not quite clear. Um, so yeah. again, like I think that kind of last like third of the movie was a place where we could have like trimmed we down a, a bit. Some... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I agree. Like I kind of like the idea that like Thomas Wayne maybe wasn't a good guy all the time, mm-hmm. and it could have been. More morally gray, and maybe mm-hmm. he's a bad guy. You know, kind yeah. of left it more like that. Where, yeah, I think this kind of, I th- and I think that would have made it different than like mm-hmm. the Chris Ranola ones, yes. where it's like he reveres his dad, his dad's yeah. a whole thing. It's like, where instead he has to overcome this horrible secret that he finds yeah. out about his dad. And I think that also makes more sense within the main plot because then it's like, okay, so the Riddler. Is like the sins of his father, which is like not really killing a guy. You know, it, like it doesn't exactly. really work in the Riddler's like stance. It's like yeah, the, because also it's not that bad. <laughs> the whole movie they're alluding to some terrible secret, like yeah, oh, yeah. and then it's like the secret is like yeah, all these corrupt politicians are taking money right. from this like project, and it's like well that that seems too real. <laughs> like that seems yeah. too well, like. <laughs> and it was also like especially because it's like Gotham. It's like oh, so the drug lord runs the gotham like that's not yeah, that i know groundbreaking. it's like that's not surprising yeah <laughs> oh so it's like the city's in shambles like yeah. that would make a lot of sense like clearly there's going. money laundering going on somewhere yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i don't think that's like and i think that oh, especially because it's like again like to the nolan ones like that was basically the premise of that yeah. one was like yeah we know that that's the case yeah um yeah and i think would have been more groundbreaking is like thomas wayne was like kind of move in renewal into that yeah that yeah. i think is actually a better truth yeah uh, i agree and i think that would have been like really interesting yeah i think that would have created too many implications for bruce wayne and the money <laughs> that he has and how he uses it <laughs> well that's a- what's hilarious okay so here's what's so i do like this where this takes us into like his kind of arc i guess in the story yeah. but mm-hmm. it is hilarious to me that like in the beginning uh I keep calling him Andy Circus, but Alfred uh, is like, oh, your accountants are here because you like have no money left. And then he's running around in this like jet engine strapped to the back of like a charger. Like, I was like, no. I think I know where the money went. Like- <laughs> well, this is like what killed me. I was like when he's like in the police station and he like is like running up the stairs and he like oh jumps God. off the building. <laughs> This was so good. <laughs> and he like he has this like puffer wingsuit, <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's like mostly works except when it's like face at Robert Pattinson. It's just like <laughs> Robert Pattinson He's puppies like, like like moving around like, ooh, 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 ooh. and I was just like, you know, uh, if this is like campier movie, cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's why it's like if it's campier that I I that kind of makes the more sense that it's yeah. like a weird contraption. But yeah, it's like yeah. Also, 
<laughs> Wayne Manor looks like like Crimson. Oh my Peak. god, yeah, it totally does. I you know I did like this about it. I, I liked know I liked it. It was it. this weird was gothic like, and this is again going back to the aesthetic. Like when he wakes up and he's in this like fucking huge like fruit of the loom shirt, and he just like comes down the stairs and he puts on his sunglasses and like, and I'm just like, oh my god, like amazing. Like, <laughs> yeah, like and that, that's why I keep on being like camp up let's we're, yeah, we're like, getting there we're, let's bring it up a bit because it's like wayne manor looks wild it's like it's like they said like oh well we have guillermo del toro's uh manor from crimson peak do you want that and they're like yeah, yeah <laughs> don't change anything don't change yeah. a thing. and it's in the middle of a modern day metropolis like, yeah. Yeah. And that's, just, and that's like did no one modern like modernize this? Like, I, there's Ever. no TV. There's like yeah. a landline. <laughs> What's going on here? Yeah, like, but I was like, you know, was, I, I, great. It's for the it's for the vibes. Like, I know. I like the vibes. <laughs> it's it's like, like, it just made me laugh the first time. Is like they're figuring out the Riddler cipher on this like huge old table. I'm like, yes. What's happening? Yeah, it was, it was good. I, I mean, like I have to say, it's like it was very good because I think it's like I also think it, it kind of works as like obviously they're so like wildly rich but i think it's like mm-hmm. they're kind of those rich people who like their houses are kind of dilapidated and yeah, they're kind of like, like don't really have- house poor almost yeah. you know it's mm-hmm. like all he has is this like crazy ass right, house like everything right. else he spent money you know so like, exactly yeah, yeah. I, think, I think yeah. i think that's what worked and like kind of makes a little more sense also given like gotham like he's mm-hmm. not Gotham's not doing well. He's probably not. Yeah, right. Like he's like, yeah. Um, But I do think it ties into kind of his arc in this, which I do like. And I do think this thread was like Mm -hmm. relatively clear, which is basically like throughout the movie, all these people keep saying like, what is Bruce Wayne doing for Gotham really? And he asks himself this too, where Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, what is Batman doing? What is Bruce Wayne doing? And I think for him in the beginning, he, you know, he says all the time, he's like, vengeance. He's like, that's what he's, but really like, that's a very like, it's an ultimately like selfish thing and again yeah. like mm-hmm. with this money and like when you find out that like well his father was a philanthropist and gave all this money away mm-hmm. to this thing and like that turned out badly but also then we have this guy who had money and he spent it on <laughs> this crazy stuff you know and so i think it's great that by the end he really realizes that like he has to he has to like become something bigger which is always a theme in like Mm -hmm. the batman movies right where it's like he has to become like a symbol and obviously there's that like amazing shot of him with the flare and like leading people yeah becomes the light you know so i think that worked out nicely but um again it was really interesting to see batman in like a disaster recovery situation in like (laughs) full garb like carrying people to like choppers and i was like oh "Oh, that's that part this is really interesting, and I've never seen this before, but it did feel almost more, like, Superman-esque than yeah. Batman-esque, mm-hmm. but I, I don't mind it. I think it's it's an interesting direction for the, like, character to go, I think, especially thinking to future movies, where it's, like, yeah. an open secret, you know, where it's, like, people mm-hmm. talk to him and interact with him, and he's just, like, this guy who wears a mask, you know, so I think that's kind of interesting, I guess. Yeah, and I think that kind of works in i think like kind of a, in a classic batman way where like mm-hmm. the city of gotham's just like used to him and they're just mm-hmm. like yeah yeah he's that's our guy yeah, yeah like <laughs> he's just hanging out um because especially like you know i always think about the the cartoon the batman the animated series where it's like it batman's definitely like normalized where people are like like the, the side characters are always like oh there he is like talking yeah. you know, it's like and he's just like, and it's and i think i like that better because i think it's also great in terms of like it's not an origin. He doesn't have to do things. Like, maybe yeah. he's just kind of like a Batman character. And I think that's also what's missing in a lot of, like, modern or modern and, like, past 10 years superhero movies yeah. is, like, they're always, like, disconnected from, like, yeah. the public. Like, I feel yes. like the Marvel ones are just, I never see them interact with a member yeah. of the public ever, Normal you know? People. or yes. Yeah, or even, like, the DC ones, like... Are more are more stripped away from just like mm-hmm. talking to a normal person, and it's and like you said, it's very Superman esque, and I think that like works because it's just mm-hmm. it it shows like okay, he's working for the city of Gotham, yeah. He's like, and I did think it was hilarious when he's like, um, he's like saving people from the flooding, and he like pulls out his hand, and they're like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. Yeah, and it is true. I mean, there's that line that um Selena Kyle says at the end where she's kinda like, Oh yeah, like you're already spoken for. And yeah. I like that again because it's like, you know, this is his life. Like his right. he's now he's gonna go and like 
be there for the city like forever yeah. you know and i think that's that's a good place for a movie to end um, yeah and I, and i like yeah i think overall i think it's like it was a really good batman rendition where i think mm-hmm. it even though right before they do that where he's like saving the kid and like and it was yeah. like october 9th oh yes. <laughs> and i was like no you can't do the rorschach thing yeah. knowing that the watch is just out here and it's just like october 9th the city is in recovery <laughs> and, <I'm> like, <laughs> and i was like because that's all i could think of i was just like that is just like the watch no it totally is it's that or it's like again like greasy emo boy like listening to my chemical romance and writing in his diary you know it's like that's what it is like it's <laughs> ah, like it just cracked me up because i just imagine him like writing it yeah he's like, like yeah i was like oh this is this is great it's so dumb but it's good yeah i mean there's there's a lot i feel like we haven't even touched on some things that happen in this movie because like i i will say it there's is a so much beautiful movie like i oh, was so yeah. impressed because I mean, this is a complaint we always have, I feel like, where, like, a movie, people take dark and gritty to mean literally, like, dark, like, you can't like, see can't anything. See, yeah. Or we have the flip side, of course, with, like, you know, more of the Marvel side of doing things, where it's just, like, all a single color Commercial. and, like, you can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. But this one, I felt like there was multiple moments where I noticed, like, it's so dark, but you can always see yeah. what you're meant to be seeing. And I feel like the use of, like, red in particular and, like, color mm-hmm. in this is just phenomenal the lighting is like pristine like it's so good well that's like what i think a lot of movies are often missing it's like it's not even the colors it's like the lighting it's like yes if it's dark we still need to see something like i can't yeah. just be like like what's going on like I, you know <laughs> i think like a good example of like using darkness as like you know there's a scene where like batman's fighting people in dark but you can mm-hmm. only see it when there's like the gunshots oh go God. off which so is really good. great yeah it's like they put in the trailer for obvious reasons yeah for good reason. good. <laughs> uh but i think that's like a great way to like incorporate darkness and like making a contrast instead and then like a really good like artistic choice yeah. i also I think I read that, like, they, the way they filmed this was, like, it was digital, but they have this, like, process yeah. of making it look, like, film, which I think is very helpful, like, for this yeah. movie in particular. I mean, I definitely would say, like, it it lacks, and it, maybe it's because of this process or if it was a choice or both, like, it lacks the flatness that a lot of digital films have. I yeah. mean, I definitely mm-hmm. feel like it was pulling from David Fincher style, like, yeah, Zodiac this- and Seven, and, like, it really feels like that. But at the same time, I really think there was there was better depth of, like, the blacks and, like, the contrast mm-hmm. than I think I've seen in, in any, like, certainly in any superhero movie recently. Yeah. Um, and there was multiple moments, like, there's a shot where he goes into his father's, like, wing of the house yeah. and the doors open and there's just, like, a single shaft of light, like, coming in and, like, mm-hmm. but you can still see the contrast between the dark shades of the room and his back, like, walking in yeah. and, like, just a couple little, like, niceties like that where I was like, wow, there's, like... So yeah. much beautiful visual information right now. Yeah, and I'm just like, exactly. oh wow, how nice! Like, <laughs> well, yeah, no, I was gonna, I was just adding to David Fincher's like, um, I because it, it felt like kind of like seven, like it felt like yeah. they were kind of going for like, oh, like a messed up serial killer. And I was yeah, like, you know, like David Fincher things. saw that and was like, that's yeah. that's my nice stuff. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, I think like, and I think that is helpful. Like, I. Especially in terms of, like, how Gotham, like, looks and mm-hmm. is shot. It, it It's able to speak to, like, the desperation of people in the city, the corruption of the city, where I think it it's able to tell a lot to you without having to tell. Mm-hmm. It's like, the subways are all messed up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like all – and all, all of that information, I think, is helpful of how – I think it brings – like a certain idea of how horrible Gotham is at that point yeah. in time, like how bad it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that, um, oh, what's her name? Belle. I can't remember her last name. Belle Real. Um, oh, yeah. Which uh, I, I think that's interesting that she's kind of almost fulfilling almost like a Harvey Dent, like pre Two Face, mm-hmm. obviously, like kind of role where like yeah. there is like an actual like within the system there is a hope that there is someone coming up who is actually going to like make change. But um, yeah, I thought I thought she was really good actually. I wish we had seen more of her, and I kind of hope that she shows up more in the future and like maybe works with him or something. Like I felt like there was something coming up there. I feel like they laid the groundwork for that. Yeah. It's like I think there's nothing in this movie that you feel like 
oh, they're going to make a sequel out of this. But I think they laid the groundwork for a lot of potential yeah. in it with, like, with the mayor. And then, like, because, like, Jim Gordon's, like, probably going to be commissioner soon. Yeah. And, like, all of that, I think, was, like, really well laid out. And I think yeah. and I think it was also just the strength of, like, minor characters or, like, the kind of secondary characters. Like, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright as, like, Jim Gordon of, like, yeah. Colin Farrell, which is, does not look like Colin So Farrell. good. Cool. I know. Wow. Which, like... I, I always have things to say about that where I'm like, why didn't you just get a really good character actor? Like, because, like why That's do that? But thing, on the other yeah. hand, like, he's always so good. And, like, he, for once, I actually really felt like that character, he really disappears into the character. Like, yeah, I didn't the makeup feel was the weight good. of it. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's, like, the opposite would be, like, Jared Leto. And, like, exactly. it has to be, <laughs> is it, you're just like, that... It's looking like Jared Leto with, like, you know, some weird... Pers- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it doesn't work. And I think just, like, the strength of having, like, a lot of secondary characters kind of, like, make the world a little more full. I think, like, yeah, yeah. it's like having the mayor in there and all that. It's like, I, it does add to uh, the length as well, but yeah. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good groundwork. And then also just, like, throwing the Joker in there. Like maybe for later. Okay, but that was not. Am I crazy? That was not Joaquin Phoenix. That was some. That was a whole other dude. No, right? it's it's the um, it, no, it's like another like famous guy, like the guy who's in the Eternals. He's like Paul, something. You, See, you I haven't look even looked up. this up. Yeah, because I was like, I mean, I'm no, thrilled. no, it's not. It's not Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, it's I was not. like, I'm thrilled. So, like, we should have I, a Joker, but <laughs> I don't think they're gonna make another Joaquin Phoenix Joker. I think that's just like a they just Stand did on. one. Yeah. Which is also just wild, like, um, this is a good uh, <laughs> uh, pathway to, we don't know what DC Comics is doing and their choices in what movies they make or how they're connected or if they're connected or will there be others? <laughs> yeah, Question. because, so we were talking about this before we started recording. Both of yeah. us got this weirdo trailer that was like yes. for DC in general. And it showed yeah. this movie in contrast with the other DC movies. And I was like, weird. Those are completely different universes. Those do not exist in the same plane. Yeah, because the marketing's like the Batman, Black Adam, the Flash, Aquaman. I was like, I, that's really jarring that that's the same. And they're trying to like make it connected. And I was like, I don't feel like that. And it's just like, and it's kind of like we talked about with like um, Birds of Prey. Mm. You know, when we were talking about in that episode, it's like they just like one off through that there throwing off Aquaman over it. Like, they have yeah. no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And some are successful and some flop, and they're just like, on to the they next one. roll with it, yeah. Which is, <laughs> it like, is kind of wild, but I feel like it's not so much a hope as, like, a, a a reflex, where it's like, I don't want them to join them all together. I just feel like it's going to inevitably happen where they want to, like, yeah. put all these people together, but I, I cannot that. fathom that. Like, this is, this movie feels so different in, in a great way. Like, it feels yeah. absolutely completely opposite from anything that the other DC or Marvel movies have done before. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to get that dirty, like, Zack Snyder no. hands all over it. Like, let, let this be its own thing. Like, Well, and I think there's just, like, such a fallout post-Snyder cut, especially yeah. with the Warner Brothers, that I think yeah. they just don't have a uniform idea of what to do. And I also think they got a really bad uh, PR from the Snyder cut because yes. I think – I forget what article it is, but it, there's a whole long-form article the saga. about – Yeah. They basically <laughs> try to destroy Zack Snyder's life, and they're just like, what – you're like, I didn't love the yeah. Justice League, but like, wow, that's that's pretty messed up. <laughs> Which I'm like now kind of drawing the parallel. I wonder if that's one of the reasons why this movie is so long. I wonder if they, I mean, who knows like what the reasoning is, but I wonder if there's a little bit of like, Ooh, better better just let this director do what he's going to do and not like yeah. sit at it too hard because like clearly a four hour movie was more successful than our little movie. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we let him make a three hour Batman movie. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they got scared yeah. after the Snyder Cut fallout. They're like, okay, you want it black and white just too? Let it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think that's also just like, I think they're also just hedging their bets with every movie. They're like, oh, yes. Throw it out there, see it, yeah. see if it floats, and then like, <laughs> then go from there. It's just, it's just a, it's just a wild difference. And, and I agree. Like, I don't think it should be in this universe. It's yeah. just, I just always think to myself, like, what's the logic in what's happening here? It's, it just yeah. feels like we're we still have remnants of Zack Snyder's Justice League with yes. the Flash and Aquaman, and and it's it's still there. And it's like, I don't know if they're going to, like, phase those out or, like, bring in new stuff. And 
It, it, and it's wild because, yeah, you watch, like, uh, Batman vs. Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and they look nothing yeah. like this movie. It's I wild. just had a thought. Do we think that it's because in the Zack Snyder ones, clearly that Batman is in his 40s or 50s. Does Do those movies take place in the future? Or does this make movie take place oh. in the past? <laughs> like, I just had a... Like, hmm, I mean, are we doing a Tokyo Drift style, like, <laughs> reverse timeline? I don't know. <laughs> the, just Robert Pattinson looks like Ben Affleck when he's, like, 45. That's what he grows in. I just, like, that's what he grows in. I mean, it kind of, like... It's not wrong. Like, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Yeah, I I guess like oh, I really think that there's no logic, and they I, yeah. said, I there's think no they just know that Batman historically is the most successful franchise yeah. they have, and they said let's make another one, not tie it to this one, and yeah. if that one works. We'll make more of those, and yeah, no more. Which I'm honestly I'm fine with, and it's so dumb because I'm like again we already have essentially the perfect Batman movie. Like that's never going to change. And we also have a bunch of other ones. And yet I absolutely want to see another one of these. Like I would love to see a sequel. I would love to see a good Joker again, Uh, Mm -hmm. even, even a mediocre or not mediocre, like medium good Joker. (laughs) Like I would accept, you know, at this point, because also you're not going to talk people Ledger. So I, I, you know, I really, I do love the way that Robert Pattinson plays this character. Like mm-hmm. there is, there's a certain like, um, there's this look that he does where like he just kind of looks sideways at people without talking, and I'm like, that's a very yeah. like Batman mm-hmm. thing to me. Um, so yeah, I would love to see him. Oh, and that reminds me, there's this is so minor. I'm like, there is this thing they do with the sound design whenever he walks yeah. that makes him sound like heavy yes and i don't know uh-huh. there's like little touches like that where i was like yeah sure like why not like just just, just sprinkle that in there you know <laughs> like yeah there's like a lot of attention to detail in this yes. which i think is really what makes it a like really well-made movie yeah uh yeah i yeah if I, they make a sequel though it's like you know nothing wrong with making a movie under two hours and 30 minutes because this was two yeah. hours and 47 55 55 almost three hours yeah and it's and it, just like, you know, it. and don't get me wrong, I really like this movie. But there's something, and across the board, if you're making a mainstream, action-oriented type of movie, 2.30 tops. Tops. I mean, truly. Like, I'm always like, you know, there's very few examples of movies I can think of where I was like, yes, the length was justified, and I right. felt like I was carried through this movie, you know? And, like, it, it it's very like, rare. Like, I get, like, when it's like a like an epic movie yeah. you know like like and then that's three hours but when it's like an action superhero type of genre it it always it's always strange to me that like they're this long like they're yeah. so like heavy um yeah. to be and, it, and it's across the board i think it's like it's a trend like i think like yeah end game we said is over three like it's, well, it's just barely like this- more than this weird like selling point or like badge of honor where they're like oh it's like three hours long and it's like but for what you know and i always i'm a huge believer in like if you can't tell your story in a tight 90 minutes maybe you should think about what story you're telling you know and i'm not saying every movie has to be that short but yeah i really think it's it's well it's like a it's a it's an issue with kill your darlings i think i is usually the case is there's always something that the either the director, the studio, or you know someone in that chain yeah. was like, "I want, I really want to keep this part, yeah. even though it doesn't make sense." And it's like, and it's just I've noticed just with because I remember, and it's like totally non sequitur. I remember when like one of the Transformers came out, and I went, "It's two and a half hours, like that's <laughs> yeah. wild." And like now that's the standard, and like that's yeah. And I think actually, I think the Transformers did kind of create that standard because um, <laughs> around that time they all started becoming. 2.30 minimum. Yeah. And now 2.30 is like short, which is I know. And, yeah. And it's I know. like, it's, it's, it's too much. And, and I think it's just like, most movies are like that now. So then that's what we get used to. But I think that's also why, you know, we get that kind of fatigue and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause they are kind of the length of some of these like movies. Yeah. Um, and I think it's always just like, yeah, like you said, you know, if you can't tell your story in a good 90, you know, two hours, it's like, maybe we yeah. should, like, 
I just felt like there, <laughs> yeah, there's like two movies on top of this. <laughs> this is two movies long. This is Batman Begins and Dark Knight in one movie. And I yeah. also had the thought where I was like, I don't know what world this would ever happen in, but with all the intricacies of like the politics and the intrigue and all these things, I'm like, how amazing would this have been as like a four to six episode miniseries, you know, even, with yeah, the even same like a production three, value or three, four. yeah, with the yeah. same production value, same everything. But like, I would love to have seen that, and I feel like that would be because also at the on the flip side, for as long as this movie is, there is so much packed into it that there yes. were a few mm-hmm. things where I was like, I feel like I did want to know more about that piece mm-hmm. weirdly, or like the pacing got kind of messed up because they did have to rush to get to the because there's so yeah. much, and it's like. Maybe we were in this weird place where we should have done, like, a miniseries or something, you know, or cut out more from to make it a movie. Right. Like, I think then it, it should have just been, like, a Riddler story. And then mm-hmm. with, like, the Carmine Maroney thing, maybe in the second one as a reveal yeah. that his, like, dad's back. And it's, like, it's not bad. And, like, especially yeah. when I think it's going to go on HBO Max, like, in, yeah. like, a month or so. I think that's going to be, like, really great for home. But, yeah, I think sometimes... Like, you know, when you're at the movie theater and you're just like, I've been, I've it's been here a bit. so long. It's like, yeah, that moment where you all of a sudden go, oh, my God, like, I'm still, I'm still here. Like, you know. Yeah. And I honestly, like, I, I, I really enjoyed this. I would, I yes, already yeah. want to go see it again. I but want to see it again. I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters. I really, truly don't that, know if I could sit through it again. <laughs> like, that's funny. I, I, I thought about that same thing. I was like, I mean, like, if someone, like, said, oh, we're going, you want to go, I'd yeah. go. But, like, I don't know if I'd like ask people to go yeah. see it i'll probably rather wait to see yeah. it at home because yeah. i agree because i think that's like that's just like just it's just too it's much just a little like too a long little. yeah and i get the thing and i really like this so like i don't want this to sound like a like a negative thing but it's just like it it's i think it's like a valid critique of a lot mm-hmm. of these blockbuster movies mm-hmm. of how they've kind of the blow is like so common and i think we don't feel the blow as much in this one because there isn't that like mind-numbingly yes buildings crashing and you can't see anything so like it doesn't feel too long but it just there's a lot of plot and again i I, like you said earlier like and i got confused that part so that makes me think that like it wasn't all like maybe we just cut it (laughs) exactly yeah i think they could have tightened it but you know obviously i feel like we talk this way all the time on on our episodes and like it's very easy to like look at a finished film and be like oh i sure i'll do some punch up on this you know like it's it's a challenge but well and i also think it's more it's more about that's that's how a lot of these movies are made now like i don't even think it's like uh like it could be a directorial choice but i think it, it often is just like a that's how movies are made now and they're all three hours you know so i think that's like uh industry-wide problem versus like uh the batman problem yeah Uh, agreed yeah yeah but yeah i mean overall like there's just there's a lot of really fun stuff in this movie Uh like we didn't even talk about like there's a nightclub fight scene which i'm always like a sucker for and there's like you know robert pattinson running around in like eye makeup and regular clothing and like just so like crazy stuff you know so i really think like again like i would totally go see this again like mm-hmm. i don't know if i'm gonna roll up for like a matinee and watch it on my own again but yeah. when it comes out on hbo or wherever like i'm definitely gonna watch it again like Same. um as soon as i can so um and i yeah i just think it's it's such a nice um blend between all the pieces that i like about batman mm-hmm. i mean it is understated and it is sleek and beautiful in a lot of ways but then it also is like kind of big and bombastic and like again that score which we still didn't talk about but like that really heavy score and like it really Mm -hmm. adds a lot to it um i think yeah it's just a really nice blend of all those pieces yeah it's just nice to see like a big movie like have a lot of attention to detail as it does and i think that's something that's becoming more rare unfortunately Mm -hmm. um and i think it's like obviously it would have been you know it's like the fifth or sixth no not even how many batman movies have there been oh my god well i don't even want to talk yeah (laughs) yeah. but like you know i think like the only negative is kind of i kind of wished there's like more space in between all the batman movies where like i think it would have been a little bit more refreshing yeah um even more so and i think it's not the movie's faults in any way i think it's more just like justice league came out like a year too yeah yeah. it's like it's an odd placement yeah. at the time and i think that's not like anyone on the movie's fall it's just like it's a it's a funny timing i think yeah i agree 
yeah but you know hopefully hopefully we'll get another one i mean i would like i think I say, they will i will t- i mean yeah it's doing like amazing it's doing numbers, so crazy you know, numbers yeah, yeah i'm sure it'll <laughs> i'm sure we'll get another one but uh yeah well i look forward to it though i look forward to more yeah i keep thinking what the condiment would be for pattinson batman pat patman i don't know pat anyways <laughs> patman robert patman um I think, yeah, I, I feel like we covered it or as much as we're going to without also going into a three hour uh, episode. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, go see it. It's super fun to see in theaters. Like, I, I definitely mm-hmm. think it's still worth it. Like, even though it is long, like, you know, go, go see it in theaters. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's if, a lot of great safe. scenes that I think yeah. would be missing if you saw it first time on HBO. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think that's it for this week. Um, yeah. I hope everyone is continuing to stay safe from all the travails of our world at this time. (laughs) Um, But uh, other than that, you know, uh, we're still on like a, when we feel like it schedules. So um, we have a lot of movies coming out that we are definitely looking forward Mm -hmm. to talking about. Um, So, you know, stay tuned. Um, If you do have time and, and the wherewithal, um, if you want to go and leave us a review on Apple podcasts, that is always greatly appreciated because um, it just helps other people find our podcast. Um, other than that, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you when we see you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>